how's your week been anyways mm, it's been all right um we're looking forward to the easter holiday obviously because now recording this we are in that week we have some nice weather by the way did you notice it yes yeah you managed to go out in it i did not but oh, man. i know a lot of people did i was saying this i was saying to you before just before we recorded yeah i saw hyde park was rammed mad it's because groups of six travel in pairs and triplets and stuff <laughs> yeah lockdown was lifted monday so <laughs> pretty much people man. are going to start moving a bit mad mm. There's no restrictions that have really been put in place for how many people can be in one place at a time now. They just said rule of six, but where if there's like a if there's a group of six in like a small area. From what I've seen, people aren't really doing this rule for six. And I've said to you before, if cases don't spike up crazy after this initial release, we might be in business. Might be might in business. Be in business so yeah, it's something to look forward to. Mm. Something to look forward to, but. What's this happening this week? Ah, today, the day we're recording, yeah. Godzilla vs. Kong. Oh, uh, yeah, that's come out. Mm. Quick predictions. And be honest, if you've seen, hope you haven't seen the result of who wins, but I'm going to ask you who wins. Okay, who do you think I, I haven't wins? actually, so I'm going to go. I'm going to say Godzilla. Yeah, I agree. I'll say Godzilla. It just makes sense. He's like a nuclear monster, man. Yeah. Like, if Kong is strong and all, but he hasn't got atomic breath like that. Mm. I mean, the only thing that makes me think Kong will stand more of a chance is, if you've seen in the trailers, he has a weapon with one of Godzilla's uh, scales. Does he? You see, it's the glowing, the glowing axe weapon. To be honest, I've just seen one trailer. I'm going into this pretty much blind, which is okay mm. for me, because I know, I, I know what's going to happen. I'm going to root for Kong because he's going to be the underdog. I always root for the underdog. Yeah, it makes sense. But yeah, anything other than the Godzilla victory... Wouldn't really make sense, if I'm being honest. <laughs> it would just be one of those things just done for the agenda. Yeah, yeah. We have a very interesting film to talk about today. Indeed, we do. But before we get into it, welcome back to the Lockdown Yard. We keep forgetting our manners. Well, I say we, it's me. I right? remember our manners. The problem. <laughs> we need to talk about yes, this. Welcome to the Lockdown Yard. Welcome my back. name is Ed. Welcome back. Uh, my name is Charles. Indeed. So what are we discussing today, bro? Today we are discussing Mad Max Fury Road. This film, yeah, I swear, it's, it's a modern classic. It's basically... It's an actual modern classic. Bro, it's like a Mario Kart game, honestly. like It's just a live-action <laughs> Mario Kart game, but, like, not R-rated, but, like, it's definitely, like, adult. Like, the, the violence, the action, everything, man. I love this. Film. It's mad because we've seen we've seen you know films where it's a, it's a it's a race film, right? Yeah. So lots of cars, lots of action, Fast and Furious franchise. We've seen that, but there's something so special about this one, mm-hmm. and I'm sure we'll get into it. It's just how it was shot, the music, the acting, everything, man. The practical effects, the soundtrack, the, uh, the color yeah. grading in this as well. Oh yes, yes. All of it. You remember? Do you remember that year? So this came out in twenty fifteen. Yeah. Do you remember? I think it would have been early twenty sixteen when we sat up to watch the Oscars because that's what we do. We sit up to watch the Oscars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Because we're in the U- we're based in the UK. It's it's held in the US, so we kind of have to stay up. Yeah, we're the, like past hours. We're the zero point zero point one percent who actually. Is- like do that at like four yeah. <laughs> and it got to one point where so this film was nominated for 10 academy awards 10 damn 
That is mad. And it got to one point in the night where it seemed like every other award was won by Mad Max, Fury Road. It won six, so it got nominated for 10 and it won six of the awards for best production design, best makeup and hairstyling, best costume design, film editing, sound editing, all the, you know, all the technical awards. Yeah. It was a shoe in and when you see the film, you can really tell why, because it looks beautiful, it sounds beautiful, it feels beautiful, it's, it's a really good looking film, mm-hmm. man. Does not it ages so well? Like it really does. That's the thing. I it's so rewatchable. I've, I've I don't know how many times you've watched <coughs> you've watched this back. I've watched it a good ten times easily, easily. Easily, just put it on just because you want to watch something and you want to start doing like 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 action and stuff, you know, and yep. you just want like no no much dialogue but just enough to get the story and the tension and you just get it in this film like. It's just it's literally just one long sequence when you think about it, but it's done like it's done so well in this film. And it doesn't even leave you wanting to complain, saying, "Oh, there's a lack of." St-. I know it might have been a criticism from some people, but for me, I didn't mind. It was a lack of story, lack of this and that. But they compensate for that really well with the world building and the action sequences and everything. Like, I don't know about you, I hadn't seen any. So this is actually a sequel. So what a lot of people forget. This is actually a sequel to the previous Mad Max films. Yeah. And I'd never seen any of those at all. I just know that they starred... Was it Mel Gibson, right? Yeah, it was Mel Gibson. Yeah. And I know you've seen one of those. Yeah, I watched the first one during lockdown because I literally had nothing to do. Like, yeah. I was, I want to just see what preceded, like, the, f- the one I actually know. Because the first one I ever watched was Mad Max Fury Road. So going back kind of made sense. And seeing it... It was like it was mad different. Obviously, the budget and the scale of like CGI was not yep. there at all. It was all practical effects, explosions, um, fake blood, that kind of stuff. Like from when was it in the nineteen eighties or something? When was it? Mm-hmm, I think so. It, it was very early, early um, sci-fi kind of era. So, like for example, in this one, you kind of have this desolate wasteland kind of like feel the desert oh yeah and in in the original one you have what looks like back in australia which has got like neatly cropped like roads like the grass doesn't touch the roads and it just looks like the the main villains are like punk boys on bikes you see what i mean if also the world wasn't quite in the state the the world state it was in bruh i know the sky was not always blue in Mad Max Fury Road, but the sky was always blue in Mad Max Fury Road, if you know what I mean. Like, it yeah. changed in Mad Max Fury Road. It went, like, dark red when it was in the storm, and it went to pitch blue when it was at nighttime, and it was just yeah. blinding most of the time in, like, the sunlight. But in Mad Max, in Mad Max the original with Gre- Mel Gibson, nah, the, in Mad Max, the original with Mel Gibson, it just looked like plain-ass daylight. Well, the one, one thing I got from watching Fury Road was I didn't feel like I was missing out on any major information by not watching the previous ones. I felt like I could just go into Fury Road and they they did a really good job of world building. Yeah. And it wasn't even through um you know vocal storytelling, it was visual. It was visual. It just showed you the world. You saw, mm. you know, these vast outbacks. It's all dried up, there's barely any water. The pale war boys. Desolate as hell, like. Desolate. So they did so much world um world building visually, the story storytelling, the background visually, and I really like that for real, man. So I didn't feel like 
I missed out on any major information yeah. not watching this, the prequels. That was part of the reason and, why I watched it during lockdown, to see if I'd missed something, because then I could appreciate yeah. Mad Max Fury Road more. But honestly, you don't need to watch it. You, you just need to know he has a past and it's dark and he's lost people. That's as much as you really need to know. Yeah, I know I know there were some scenes at the start with flashbacks <coughs> to what looked like a little boy or girl. Yeah, I'm, I thought that alluded to like his kid that he lost in the first one, but I don't know if that's yeah, true. That's probably the only bits where maybe if you watch the prequels, you understand more. Because I, di- I didn't understand the flashbacks. They, did, they didn't really go into it. Yeah, but you don't, you don't really need to. It doesn't really... Yeah, it didn't, it didn't affect the story, really, didn't it? No. It's just something you go through. So let's get into it. Your favourite scenes. Okay. Favourite scenes has to be number one. Number one has to be... Uh, it's the bit in the night time when... Oh, yes. <laughs> it's yes, the yes. bit in the night time when it's that guy pursuing the, the truck, basically. The truck with Mad Max. Oh, the bullet farmer. The bullet farmer, yeah. His, the bullet farmer and his two his two cronies. And they're just um, shooting blindly in the dark, trying to get them. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just sh- and the guy's just literally shouting at them, saying, I can hear you, I can hear you, or something like that. And then um, Furiosa does the most badass sniper shot on Mad Max's shoulder. And Oh, yes. Oh, yes, the yes. tension in that shot, because the music went down to like a little, like, little tweak you went boom and then that's the next thing you see is the shot going off and it hits the flashlight and it hits the guy the bullet farmer on the other car like miles away yeah do you know how sick that shot is just can we just appreciate how sick that shot was if you ever watch this film again or for the first time appreciate how great the shot is please honestly the one shot one one shot one kill 100 accuracy boom in the dark as well but the, the best it part. beautiful as well, by the it, way, because that whole blue, the blue lighting. Mm. Yeah, I learned that in really uni, good. man. Um, blue usually means like nighttime, and uh, orange usually means like daytime. But um, yeah, the best part of that whole scene was just him literally going like, I can't see because the, the glass, <laughs> the glass from the flashlight got in his eyes, so he can't see. And then the cone is holding up a flare to his eye, and he's like. Hold the flare up to my eyes. It's in front of you. It's right in front of you. And he goes, ah! When he realizes he's blind. Yeah, when he realizes he's blind. He just shouts, man. <laughs> and then he goes, it's because when he was, he went out there probing, right? He's just shooting randomly, just trying to see where they are location-wise. Yeah. And he was told explicitly, do not harm them because we need them alive and healthy. Exactly. However, <laughs> when he got blinded. He didn't give a he was like, I rejoice, brothers. Sing the conductors of death. I don't know what the hell we're saying. And it was like the Rise of the Valkyries song in the background or something. I don't know. Yeah. I have to find the proper name of that. But if everyone knows this song, it's just such a, it's such, it's such a dire situation they're in. But it's so funny because he's just snapped. That scene was hilarious. Man. It's because he just snapped. I love that bit. Uh, what was your favorite? What was one of your favorite bits? Ah, for me, like, one of my favorites was actually near the start. So, you see when Furiosa, Furiosa and her troop, before they, before they knew she was going to betray them, yeah, they were being pursued by some peop, some random um, chasing party. Yeah. And then that was the first time you saw a bit of the War Boys religion, where they're always willing to self-sacrifice mm-hmm. and how they do it when they spray their mouth chrome 
and they shall witness me and then they sacrifice themselves that was just because that's what i was saying before they didn't actually explain that at all mm. through speech you just saw it yeah you just and saw it from that actually. you knew okay so these guys are all kamikaze and they're all willing to die for the cause and this is how they do it mm-hmm. and they're just all crazy i love that man, scene these, man. these guys were built different. and it's actually got it's actually a, a bit of a cult classic that whole spray in your mouth thing and shout <laughs> witness me in it so yeah it's like like the ultimate like frat boy like thing to do if you're like in a frat oh yeah <laughs> But yeah, cold. And then man. leading into that led into the you know the initial chase scene, but the sandstorm scene. Oh my days, the sandstorm scene. Oh, that just looks amazing. Me, I remember seeing that in cinema, and I was just, I was, you know what? When I went to the cinema, it was quite empty. I must admit. Really. And as I as I got into the film, I was like, wait, why is no one really here? This film this film bangs. Mm-hmm. I was so confused and obviously seeing the visuals I saw this in IMAX the visuals oh my days for the sandstorm scene I was, I've I've not really seen many things like it it looks so grand and the lightning bolts yeah. within the sand and the and, music on top of that as oh, well. and the colour grading oh, it looked good it man. looked amazing it looked so good and obviously following on from that another one of my favourite scenes was where Max and Furiosa we're fighting. So obviously, after the sandstorm, he discovers that Furiosa yeah. has run away with the brides. And that scene where they were fighting, I love that man. We you know when it ended with Max shooting the three rounds into the into the sand to let her know that all right, it's over. I got you. That was sick, mm-hmm. man. What did you think of um all the acting in this? Because I think we're gonna go over like scene by scene, but eventually. But let's just get like. Let's just talk about like the the acting, like Tom Tom Hardy. Do you think he needed to be Mad Max? No, nah, I think I think anyone could have done it because he didn't. I don't know if it's that he didn't have much to work with, which I think is the case, or it's just a standard role. All he did was he grunted. Yeah, he for just most grunted of the film, most of the time. <laughs> mm, mm. Yeah, hey, hey, yeah. Hey. That's my jacket. That's my <laughs> car. <laughs> He says something <laughs> on the car once, but I, it was like random, like swear. I think it was. It was just like a indignation kind of like word. It's like come funkulous or something like that. I don't know. I'm not lying. This is like a line. It's when he's on the he's on the car initially, at chasing after Furiosa, like hitched up as the blood yeah. bag, and literally it's when he speeds up and it goes into his face in the one shot, and he says something, and the subtitles say. It's, it's some word that does not like you can't find it in dictionary anywhere I swear look it up watch this film please no I'm not crazy I'm gonna have to now I'm, I'm intrigued it really is a word but it's not a word I swear it sounds something like ridiculous I'm intrigued I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up yeah yeah I've just realised is he superhuman or something because he was hooked up as a blood bag so he already has had lots of blood drain from his body yeah I don't recall him having like a single drink of water or anything, and he's out here doing all this action and fighting Furiosa, and he doesn't even look tired. Man, he's I'm like damn yeah, man. Max is built different. Is this? He's built different, man. He's built different. He's, he's, that was nuts, though. Yeah, he's nuts. Throughout the whole film, he's had his blood drain. He's been running around and fighting. Not a single drink of water a, until you know he got to the truck. He's, he's a former road warrior, man. He's a former road warrior. He's got that that endurance and that strength, man. I, I guess that's what they want us to believe. Yeah, 
man looked more than too mad though. He wasn't really super super <laughs> superhuman. I don't even think Captain America could, could catch up to this guy, man. The way he was taking hits, man. Listen, in the heat as well, the heat. Nah. But do you, I don't know if you heard the the rumors, which were later confirmed to be facts, that Charlize Theron mm-hmm. and Tom Hardy were they were at odds. Yeah, I heard about that during filming, and once you know that and you rewatch the scenes where they're fighting. Yo, it adds something different. (laughs) It hits differently for sure. You feel like, yeah, not much acting needed here. Just, just let it out. Just let Let it it all out. That fight, I think they actually wore real blows. They were real blows. (laughs) Wouldn't be surprised. Would not be surprised. It was method acting. You gave him a black eye. We have to start production for two weeks now. Well, next time, don't tell me to do my job that well. I don't know. I don't know how production works. <laughs> so that's pretty much... It starts off, we know we know the world is desolate, and they've sent Furiosa to deliver some fuel or gas to a fellow town, right? I think it was something like that. Well, I think it was a, a gas run or a supply run. Yeah, or a gas like run. But unbeknownst to everyone, she's actually taken the brides of the overall leader. In Morton Joe to the escape. Yes, they're basically slaves. They're basically slaves who are just there to give birth, which was kind of messed. It's proper messed up, actually. Yeah. So they were escaping. They were hidden in the truck, and the rest of the film is Joe finding out that they've been stolen, and the chase is on. Give me back my wives. <laughs> and then the story continues. And then we just see cars. The the okay. We need to talk about the way that these people fight because it's unreal that is what gives this film like it's 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 edge in my opinion or it's the choreography here yeah okay well, I, was like, <laughs> I can't even talk <laughs> yeah the choreography um the choreography of this film was like amazing i think like the way they fought with the sticks with the poles with the yes the pole cars oh my days yeah. that, that final chase i don't think i've never seen anything like that Never in an action film. Never, never, never. I think that started its own pop culture like um, standpoint, you know, because I've seen that parodied in Rick and Morty even in season yep. three, episode two, maybe. If I'm remembering mm. it right, yeah, the whole thing was like set in a Mad Max like um, inspired world. I actually was going back to the acting. I actually think the standout character or the standout actor in this was Nicholas Holt, and he played the character Knox. Nux. Oh yeah, Nux. He the character development he un, he underwent. He started off as any old war boy. He was he was even one of the weak war boys. Yeah, he was brainwashed. I mean they're all weak, but he was just seen as he just wasn't rated. Nah. And he was just out here as any other war boy, he's ready to sacrifice himself. He doesn't really ask questions, he just lives to serve Joe. So he's just gonna sacrifice himself, he doesn't care. And then to see him go from that to even finding a wifey and He's calmed down all of that. That was pretty good. It was well acted, mm-hmm. and the way he, the way he, they showed exactly how. Yeah, he went from a mad war boy and mad, to mad actually boy. Mad. helping the good guys. He was one of the maddest ones I saw because he was so deluded. Now nah, his his boy was the mad one. <laughs> okay, no, nah, his boy was just straight up <laughs> yeah. like nuts. Like this guy was drinking fuel and spitting into the engine. Nah, he wasn't even putting it into the engine. He just drank it and then poured the <laughs> bottles into the engine. Like, what? That doesn't make the car go any faster if you drink up some of the fuel. 
But yeah, Nux gave us some great lines. Um, what a day! What a lovely day! Oh yes, 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 yes. yes. I am awaited. <laughs> I love that bit where he said that to the brides when he's in the car. So, no, I'm awaited. You're deluded. Is that the bit where Furious has spat in his face? Yeah, and then he spat back. <laughs> you know, I I watched I watched that now, and I'll be like, but it's Corona though. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. I've started doing that with films subconsciously. I've been doing that where I've like been watching films where you're in a crowded crowd of people, and it's like this pandemic has ruined Yo, this. <laughs> where's your mask, bro? You hugging like that now? Okay, I see how it is. I'm telling you, but the bit I really felt sorry for Nux was when you know he wanted he really wanted to prove himself to the Immortan Joe. So he said, "Let me handle it. I'll go and kill Furiosa. Finish all of this." So Immortan Joe was like, "You know what? All right." And this was a big deal to a war. Take my piece. Immortan Joe is the is the god, right? Pretty well, yeah, pretty so, much. Yeah. So he took the pistol and said, "Pull a button. Pull a bullet in her skull, and I myself." will await you in Valhalla or something like that or carry into Valhalla or something like that yes he'll carry into into Valhalla he sprayed his mouth chrome you know they did the ritual and that must have been so special for him coming from Joe himself so he was just on top of the world and then within a split second he tripped over and <laughs> what was the line that was the best that's the best that's the best way I've ever heard the word mediocre. Say. Yeah, I think that could be defined. That could be defined the definitive word of like mediocre. Like that's the definitive example. Mediocre, mediocre. And then we Morton Joe's like this guy's a waste man. But <laughs> on to the next one, and that was the start of his uh, his change. Yeah, I uh, was. <laughs> I'm just remembering the part where he tripped in my head. <laughs> it's so it's so organic, but I no, was funny, it was so man. organic. <laughs> Like he, it's the chain. The chain gets caught on something, and then he just pulls him back as he's going forward. <laughs> oh man! <sighs> you know, you know the bit where they were breaking through the canyon. Yeah, yeah. So they got through the canyon, mm-hmm. and there was a pause as we find out that Furiosa's made a deal with these other guys who live in the mountains or the hills or whatever. Yeah, in the outback and. They're on a time limit because they've seen that they're being chased by all of Immortan Joe's allies. They're all coming. There's a time limit. They're getting closer. And then Furiosa just says, F it. Let's go. Fool. And a massive chase starts. Fool. Yes. Fool. <laughs> to signal to Max to start the car. Yeah. But the music at that start at that point. So the track is called Brothers in Arms. Oh, that's a great track. And, and Junkie XL. He did the soundtrack. He did the score. He went crazy with this Insane. one. Insane. Insane. I've actually played that track driving down the motorway. It actually, I wouldn't recommend because, you know, you want to be Yo, driving people are looking for you, man. Hype. Yeah. People are looking for you. You're the infamous driver. Mate, that track hits me going. It's such a good one. Brothers in Arms. I love that scene especially because Furiosa and Max, they've not spoken more than an hour to each other. Roughly. Yep. And the way they fought, it was just so synchronous, man. It was just like, here, pass the gun. Didn't even say it. They just did it and then passed it to them just as the other one, like, um, gets on top of the car and starts shooting with the rifle. No communication as to where they're going to be. It's just fluid, fluid, nothing. And they were so accurate with the shots as well. Accurate. It's like one shot, one shot, one kill. Mm -hmm. Bam, bam, bam. It was good. I loved it. And they asked one of the wives to reload. 
at first I was when she took when so this was um oh, I forget the actress's name sometimes. Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz, yes. She took the gun straight off um Furiosa. No, no, no. I was like, oh, okay, so she knows a thing or two about reloading. Yeah, yeah. And then she couldn't do it. And I was like, oh, damn. No, no, no. You're thinking about the other bride. The Blum Bride. She gave it to the Blum Bride. And then and then Zoe came around and said, no, give yeah. me that. You're doing it wrong. And then took it. Yeah, yeah. But the, um, seeing the bikes jumping over the truck. And dropping grenades. Oh, that was oh. mad. And then you see the sand put out the flames on the truck. Oh, man. It's just like, they're, they're, they're warriors. They're, they know mm. how to survive. They're just there was so much. There was so much going on. So but much. You know what? There was so much going on, but it was it was so easy to follow. That's that's the impressive thing, mm-hmm. especially in that that final chase. Yeah, this they had so much going on. They had the people, the guys on the poles. They had um, the trucks behind latching onto the war rig to try and slow it down. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of long shots in this film, but it's kind of it's very yeah. hard to like balance that. You see that in like Fast and Furious films as well, like. Mm-hmm. You see how this one kind of differs to that. You watch one of these films, like the Fast yeah. and Furious ones. You watch it with the Mad Max one. It just follows different. I was I was I was thinking something before. You might agree. You might not agree. Mm. It was slightly Max's fault that Splendid died. Explain. So you know when Max Max and Knox first found them when after the sandstorm scene. Yeah. And they were you know. Washing themselves off, unlocking the chastity belts, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And after the altercation with Furiosa, he just randomly shot around and oh, hit yeah. Splendid in the leg. So her leg was bleeding. Okay. Well, not okay, but you get what I mean. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. they're later pursued by Immortal Joe and his people. Yeah. And she's trying to, she's trying oh, to hang on. Oh, yeah. I see where you're going with this. Yeah. Exactly. She's trying to hang on. You know, by the the vehicle door, the, that monster truck. Mm-hmm. So they're being pursued by the monster truck, but she was trying to hang on to the warrior door. Yeah, yeah. And she slipped yeah. because blood was pouring from her leg. That max shot. If she hadn't been shot, she would easily have been alive. Oh man, one hundred percent. So yeah, man, I, that was Max's fault. I know he, I know he were meant to be rooting for him, but he got splendid killed. I wonder how many people got that. I think they may have just thought, like, I initially just thought it was just, like, he feels bad because he lost someone. Because that look mm. he has on his face after she goes under the wheels, and he says, she went under the wheels. Did you see it? <laughs> she went under the wheels. Just blank. He's just, he's seen this so many times That's before. Exactly, exactly how he talks. It's funny. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it hit differently when I saw that look. Because I, I feel like, but I still feel like anyone could have played that role and done that. I don't know. It would have been good for someone who wasn't as famous yeah. for like a kind of breakout it would have kind been. of role. Or just to, if not breakout, because there, there weren't that many lines, that kind of thing, just to have their face out there. It would have been good for mm. a more unknown actor to, to take that role. But hey, I'm not complaining. Tom Hardy, yeah, yeah. Tom Hardy's a legend, Tom man. Hardy's a legend. So he did. Oh, we have to do legend. Ooh, yeah. we got to do legend. Sorry, side note. Um, We're going to... Come back to this now. We're gonna we're gonna do legend. Yes, yeah. indeed. Um, yeah, but those those are honestly my favorite scenes. The witness me scene, the the sandstorm scene, and that final chase scene. Mm. That bit where she, Furiosa got stabbed in her in the side. Yeah, while driving. I was like, damn man, this is intense. Yeah. And at that point, you realize. So I've after watching it several rewatching it several times, 
you realize, damn, in the cinema, you didn't even have time to take a breath. It was just non-stop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From the moment uh, Max... So they go to the, the green place, which was where Furiosa... This is part of the plot. Furiosa took that she helped the wives escape from Immortan Joe and the end destination was to go to somewhere called the Green Place where she believed was full of life and brimming with well greenness and water <laughs> and that kind of thing. But then she got there and realised it's, it's probably one of the worst places they could stay because it's all dried up, there's nothing there. But she did meet some of uh, her old friends some of some of her old which clan. I think had also escaped, right? Yeah, it was like an old clan or something. Yeah, old clan, yeah. And they realized nah, we can't stay here. And they try to head off somewhere else, but Max convinces them somehow to go back exactly the way say? they came. He said something. It, it kinda stuck out to me. He said something like, um it'll be a hard day. But I guarantee <laughs> you fifteen miles that fifteen hundred miles that way it'll be nothing but dust. Something yeah. like that. I don't yeah. know. So, yeah, something it was like around that. So then they decide to head back to the citadel, which was unguarded. Cause yeah, that was a bit weird. Why they they sent the entire troop just to find his wives? That's dedication. <laughs> dedication right there. But yeah, that from so from that moment you're speaking about where Max convinces them all the way through to the end. It's just mayhem. It's non-stop. It's mayhem. There are no rules to the road. Yeah, in this in this sequence at all is mad. And then we had uh, Nux, Nux make the ultimate sacrifice, mm-hmm. and he b- just blocked off the canyon just as he got through. That bit was I, I was touched by that bit. I admit we got all the we've seen the difference between when he said witness me there and when he said witness me earlier, when he almost killed himself and Max in the sandstorm. You know, I'm I'm a weird. I felt sad when he died. I didn't cry or anything. I just felt like, okay, oh, yeah. his story is ending. But then I laughed, and you know why? <laughs> I'm stupid this way. Rictus. Not even Rictus. Actually, I laughed because of Rictus as well. <laughs> I laughed. Why do you sh- shout his name? <laughs> Rictus. That's your last words, is your name. Okay, cool. Um, but no, the bit I left it was like the guitar that kind of came into frame as everything was like crashing, oh, yeah. and it reminded me of the guy in the guitar. <laughs> The guy in the red pajamas. Yeah, just playing. All the... he does is play the guitar and play the guitar. I, I was confused. Does that power the truck, or is he just doing it for vibes? I think he's just doing Man's it for just vibes, vibing, you know? man. <laughs> if it has to be for vibes, it cannot serve an actual purpose to move the car. Full vibes. <laughs> That's just his job. He's just there to play the guitar. He's here to lift the mood a bit, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> give give him a backing track as they do all this. Because they wouldn't have had radio or anything in it. But they blended. That they had really the drums well. going. They had the drums going. They had the drums. They had the guitar. They had the guitar. So, yeah. Man, uh, the way they played... I feel like that truck was just to provide some some music for the mood. It really was, man. They haven't got radios in these times. All they got is, like, a live band that plays on the car. That character's quite iconic, you know, the red pyjamas guy. Yeah. (laughs) He was killing that guitar, man. And he saw, yeah, as you said, you saw it come into frame when everything crashed. Uh, yeah, but yeah. that made me laugh. <laughs> so, <laughs> just a little bit, like a little chuckle. Like <laughs> it's true, it's true. You know what, you know what, um, when Nux crashed the truck at the end, it reminded me of, um, you know, in Mario Kart, 
when the blue shell just Bro, hovers I above told you when you're in first place. I said at the beginning, this thing is like a Mario Kart. <laughs> it reminded me of that too. Yeah, they were in first place, and they just okay. Nox's truck was in second place, but he was first ahead of the chasing party, and then Richter's was basically the blue shell. Yeah, Richter's was the blue shell. Oh uh, hell no, y'all ain't going nowhere. <laughs> and Nox was like, go. I've got this. <laughs> and then he said, witness me. And then the most somber tone took that blue shell for the team. Indeed. Self-sacrifice, man. Now, the whole, fil- the whole film, he's been wanting to self-sacrifice for nothing, really. And this time, when he did it, it actually meant something. It meant, something. It meant everyone could get away. Mm-hmm. Slightly, though. That wouldn't have killed everyone behind. <laughs> right? Uh, They're still there. <laughs> it would have... It, it literally only killed Nux and Rictus, maybe. Maybe Guitar Guy as well, because we saw the guitar. Yeah, maybe but the, everyone's just stuck behind the canyon. Maybe they'll be in Mad Max Fury Road 2. And they, so there was a prequel, actually. It was a prequel announced where it's going to be centered around Furiosa. Yeah, I heard about that. Um, mm. Who's playing it? It's Anya Taylor-Joy, the one who was saying. Yeah, Anya Taylor-Joy from gambit the queen's gambit i think queen's gambit yeah and that's the one. she was in another one as well but i can't remember the name of it mm. so I'm, I'm looking forward to that same director i just hope they don't do a patty jenkins thing man with wonder woman 84 the new mutants that yeah. was it <laughs> yeah she was in oh, the new Lord. <laughs> we do not speak of that do you watch it in the end i've heard you didn't okay bad things i've seen some clips uh, do you think i should watch it i mean i haven't watched it either Oh, wait. So if you haven't watched it, then I'm not watching it. I mean, we can watch it. One of us has to sacrifice our, our eyes to watch this thing. I'll watch Midsummer if you watch this. Why? Why not? Why would you watch Midsummer? Because I can take Midsummer. You're a madman, Charles. <laughs> You're a madman. I just want to see the world burn. <laughs> like a dog on a bone. What do I do with a fake car one? <laughs> oh, man. We, need to, we actually need to do The Dark Knight one time. It will be Considered done. the greatest superhero film of all time, by the way. That's going to be a very good episode. <laughs> I, I want to bring mm. someone on, maybe. If someone's like hyped and wants to be down, let me know in the mm. socials and whatnot. But, yeah, man. I mean, as I said, Mad Max actually might be one of my favorite films of all time. Mm-hmm. I've watched it so many times. I, it's so I- iconic. So many scenes stand out to me. And yeah, I think the standout actor was Nicholas Holt. So they said, mm-hmm. Furiosa was great. Oh yeah, Charlize Theron, big time. She, or oh, she just always brings. She's, oh, she's good in everything she does. I'll say those two were the standouts. I'll say those two yeah, standouts. for real. Tom Hardy, but <laughs> Tom Hardy, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tom Hardy was he, he was standard, isn't it? Yeah. I'll tell you what, if he did a bad job, you would definitely you would definitely have yeah, noticed. Okay, that's he did exactly what was asked for him. Mm-hmm. Asked for him so he did. I'll say that much. But overall thoughts and your review. Let's hear it, man. Overall thoughts. You can jump into this film knowing nothing about the world of Mad Max. It's just going to be high entertainment. It's going to be good action. It's going to be, if you like cars, if I Fast and Furious, I think you'll like this because of the, like, the action style, and there's actually going to be a story you can actually enjoy. So I would rate this, um, i give it this a premium rating. Like, I'll go to the cinema, yeah, man. get the popcorn, get all my snacks. Pay extra for them comfy chairs. Comfy Pay chairs. extra for the IMAX. Even buy that cinema popcorn. Exactly. All of that. All of I that. I agree, I agree. All of that. And the soundtrack is just amazing. Check it out. Yep. Junkie XL. He did Justice League. He did... Um, 
He did. He also did some of Batman vs Superman. He actually came up with the theme for Wonder Woman. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that was him. There you go. So that's uh, that's our boy Junkie. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. You go. Well, yes, that's us. And until next time, we are out. Peace.